What's going on, gentlemen? Welcome to the Man I Want to Be podcast, Wisdom Wednesday edition, where the big idea is if you get wisdom, you get everything else. My name is Keaton Tucker. I am the host of this podcast, and on Wednesdays, we do these Wisdom Wednesdays where we look at the Scripture, uh, the Bible, typically uh, Proverbs or Ecclesiastes, something from the wisdom literature, and we pull out a principle uh, because if you do get wisdom, you get everything else. Uh, you get better friendships, better relationships. If you're married, your marriage gets better. You get better finances. You get more success at work, whatever you put your hand to. If you get wisdom, you get everything else. If you don't get wisdom, you're not guaranteed to get anything else. You probably won't get much of anything else. Uh, it's, wisdom is the most valuable gift that you can possess. Uh, so the, the pursuit of wisdom is good, and that's what this is for because we need men of wisdom in our world today. And anybody can get it if they seek for it. And it, uh, it says, actually in the scripture, it says that um, wisdom is found by those who seek for it. Uh, so hopefully this is helpful. But today, we're not going to be going into Proverbs today. We're not going to be in Ecclesiastes today. We're actually going to be in Exodus uh, today for a bit of wisdom. And it ties well with a podcast I had done a couple weeks ago called Man of Valor. Uh, Man of Valor is part of my personal vision for the man I want to be taken from uh, 1 Samuel 16 where we get a description of David. It says he was skillful in playing, which means he was good at what he did. Um, He was a man of valor, a man of war, a man of good presence. Um, And it said a couple other things about him, but man of valor was one of them. And so we did a podcast called Being on What It Takes to Be a Man of Valor and um, I've been doing some writing for our church and uh, Exodus 18 in particular, and I opened up one of my commentaries. And that phrase "man of valor" came up, and I was like, "Okay, I want, I want to, I want to look at this." Um, and so that's what we're. This, this is some wisdom about this and how God wants men of valor in leadership. Uh, if you want to be a wise man in leadership, you need to actually be a man of valor. They tie closely together. So little bit of background on this Exodus story. So Moses has delivered the people out of Israel. They've crossed the Red Sea. They're heading to Mount Sinai. And in Exodus chapter 18, Moses' father-in-law comes to see him. Just like, check him out. Be like, hey, how you doing? Hope you're doing well. That, that kind of thing. Um, and Moses tells him all that has happened. Like the signs and the wonders and the plagues and all this, like, look at all these people. I have a, over a million people with me right now. Um, and look at, like, look what God did. Is it, like, what the heck? And, and they have this whole moment. And Moses' father-in-law sticks with him for a little bit. And he observes how Moses is leading these people. And everybody in this, in the Jewish community, before they've gotten to uh, Mount Sinai, everybody comes to visit Moses so that they can hear from God um, or have judgment on their cases or learn the statutes of uh, like the law. They want to learn the law. So everyone comes to Moses. So you imagine there's over a million people. What would the line have been like to talk to Moses to have him either teach you, hear from God for you, or um, settle a dispute? I mean, you think like a modern court case right now, those don't even get settled in a day. So there would have been this huge line and it would have just worn Moses out. And his father-in-law comes up to him. He's like, what are you, what, what are you doing, <laughs> bro? He's probably said, bro, what are you doing, bro? 
And he's like, what are you doing? What you're, and he's like, the people come to me. And his father-in-law goes, what you're doing is not good. You will surely wear yourself out and the people out. Okay. So first principle, if you try to do everything, you will wear yourself out and you will wear people out. The people who are trying to follow you, you will wear them out. Because you th- think about that line. They're all waiting, 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 waiting. And eventually, they start to get frustrated. They start to feel some other emotional things in their heart. They start to get a little bit bitter. They maybe start to try to settle stuff uh, on their own. Maybe they start to puff themselves up and think that they, they're um, smarter than you. They start murmuring. All these things do happen to Moses at some point. Um, so they're going to wear themselves out waiting for you while you wear yourself out trying to serve everybody when no one asked you to do no one asked you to do that. Uh, this is true of all leadership. This is true of uh, whether you're in a church, in a business, in school, uh, military, wherever you are. If you try to do everything, you will wear yourself out and the other people out who are waiting on you. And so what he says is he says, what you are doing is not good. So listen to me so that you can be more effective. And what he tells him to do, he says, you will, you shall seek out from among all the people, capable men who fear God, who are trustworthy, men who spurn ill-gotten gain, and you shall set them as chiefs over thousands, hundreds, fifties, and tens. Okay. So that's his advice. Basically set up a hierarchy and have one person over 10 people have one person over 50 people, uh, or basically what that would actually be is one over five leaders. So you have one person, you know, just map it out. That way everybody is able to get their, get, um, get what they need from their local leader. It's, this is called the Jethro principle. The Jethro principle is the top, the leader at the top cannot do everything. So he needs to empower people beneath him, uh, who can, uh, take care of the people that are closest to them. Okay. So, uh, one, the, you know, we have set one person over tens that also kind of sets a maximum. How many people can you actually lead and take care of? It's about 10. Uh, I think social psychology and psychologists and all them would say like, you can lead about four to 10 people. 10 being the max is that you can effectively lead as one, as one person. Um, so, in the scripture. But what I wanted to say is like, listen to this description. It says you need to find capable men who fear God, who are trustworthy men who spurn ill gotten gain. And then you can set them over. Okay. So what does that mean? So the phrase capable men literally means man of valor. You need to find men of valor which could also be strong men, men who are not afraid to do the right thing. They've got a backbone. They've got some spiritual fortitude. They have some soul fortitude. They are not afraid to do the right thing or to lead or to make decisions or to say what needs to be said. If you want to be a leader, you need to be a man of valor. If you want to be a leader in your home, in your high school, in your college, in your small group, in your church, you have to be a man of valor. Okay? Fearing God is the next is the next thing, the next description. So not only are you a man of valor, but you're not doing it in your own strength. You fear God, which means you don't fear man. I, I looked this up, and it's in the Proverbs. Uh, it says the Proverbs chapter 29, it says, the fear of man is a snare, which means it's a trap. Um, 
is a trap. If you fear other men, if you're afraid of their opinion of you, the words that they say, it's a trap that you will not get out of. Um, I did a quick Google search, and this is what it um, that on Got Questions, great resource by the way, um, on gotquestions.org, um, they talked about the physical fear of being like physically harmed or psychological fear. Psychological fear is the most prevalent in Christian or in Western society right now, especially in the United States. And this is what they wrote. But a threat more prevalent to Christians, especially those in Western and free nations, is the psychological fear of man. This fear is an anxious need to receive affirmation from those around us. The fear of man manifests as people-pleasing, compromised values, peer pressure, or even like a choice not to share faith. Now, as a Christian website, that's of course, they're going to throw that one in there, but it would even be like uh, a choice not to live in a Christian way or to say anything that a Christian would say. It'd be, it would be a denial of the Christian way of life, of the Jesus way of life. The fear of man can be a snare when we allow it to influence our decisions. Rather than obey the voice of the Holy Spirit, we opt for avoiding unpleasant interactions. It's easier to heed the fear of man than to invite the possibility of consequences. Um, If you want to be a leader, you cannot fear men. If you fear men, you will not be able to tell them the truth. And if you can't tell them the truth, they can never trust you. And if they can't trust you, they can't follow you. That's true in your school, in your church, in your business, in your family. If you can't tell the truth to your family, to your wife, to your kids, they cannot trust that you have their best interest in mind because deep down, everybody needs to, wants to hear the truth. You can't tell people the truth if you are afraid of them. Because what you will do is you will use your words to try to lighten whatever it is that you have to say. Okay, So you need to, also, men of valor do not fear other men. They just don't. Uh, now, you and me, I've got a, you might have a little bit of fear of man in you. I know I have a little bit, used to have a lot more, and it's just a little bit day by day getting over. The more you tell the truth the, the, and the more you're honest, the less fear you will have of men. Uh, truth is the, um, the, uh, what is the antidote to the fear of man? Um, and oddly enough, the next, uh, the next phrase, it says trustworthy, uh, but it most literally is men of truth. Remember what I was just talking about? Fear of God, men of truth, men who tell the truth. You see how all of these things go together. All of these things go together. And then the last thing is hating ill-gotten gain. That means you are incorruptible. If you're incorruptible, it means you tell the truth. That means you don't take something that's not yours. You don't accept praise that is not yours. You don't take credit for what's not yours. You you deflect, okay? And here's here's the big thing, though, that I wanted to kind of... This is, God, this is in the Bible. This is in the Old Testament, okay? Which means this is very, very... This, if it's in the Bible, it's very, very important to God. God wants you to be a man of valor, strong men who fear God, men of truth who are incorruptible. That's what God wants for you. He wants you to be a warrior. He wants you to be strong. He wants you to tell the truth. He wants you to exemplify the truth. He wants you to know the truth so that you can help other people. Everybody needs to know what is true and what is good and what is real. And he is looking for people who are men of valor, who are strong men, who fear him and they don't fear man, who are fearless. You remember how we talked about Jesus is fearless. Men who are fearless, men of truth. 
And I've got a podcast coming up for you guys where I talk about man, called Man of War, being a truth warrior. Right now we need truth warriors, people who diligently seek out what is true and they live it. Not just know it, they don't just talk about it, they don't just complain about how the world is going, they live it and make a difference. That's how you fight a intellectual, or not an intellectual, that's how you fight an ideological war is you live in the truth. God is looking for strong men who fear him, who are men of truth, who are incorruptible. And that you can be. I believe that about you. You might be listening to the sound of my voice and you be like, that ain't me. Nope, that's not me. I'll never, I'll never be that. Oh, okay, maybe it's not you now, but you can change. You can grow. I was... I was not any of these things a long time ago, and I'm I'm trying to get to these descriptions as fast as I can and as well as I can, submitting to whatever process it takes, because that's the type of man I want to be. I want to be a man. I want to be a man of valor who fears God and who is a man of the truth, who is incorruptible. I w- I want to be that, and so I'm going to pursue that. Which means you can also pursue that kind of life. You can be that strong man. God has put it in you for a reason. He's put it in you for a reason. And I just actually just thought of this. The way a fear of man most commonly seems to manifest in the fear of woman, the fear of women. Um, not you're not afraid to go talk to them, flirt with them, and or anything like that. But um, their opinion gets you to compromise. There were women. Women are great at getting men to compromise. Um, and I don't mean that as a dig at them. I mean, that's a, that's a reality. Men, it's very easy for men to compromise with women, to listen to their words and compromise what they deeply believe. Uh, first, the first example is Adam, uh, you know, in, in the Bible, because you listen to God tells Adam, because you listen to the voice of your wife and not my voice, because you feared woman and feared man instead of me, cursed is the ground because of you. It's just kind of wired into men. Maybe not even wired. But it's something that you and I fall for. Um, and so that that's going to be something you want to look out for. But all I'm, what I'm trying to get you to see is that God is looking for men of valor. He's looking for men who fear him. Men who love the truth. And he, he wants that for you. He, he That's not just a worldly thing. It's not just a strong man thing. It's not a toxic masculinity thing. That's, that's a... God needs those kinds of leaders. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you for tuning in to this version of the Man I Want to Be podcast. My name is Keaton Tucker. Please leave us a five-star review. Share this with a friend. And until next time, this is the Man I Want to Be podcast.